0: welcome to the classic car corner podcast we are glad you can join us today our guests this evening are one of two entrepreneurial young ladies
1: who have creatively planned and designed a classic car storage facility but first a word from our sponsor today's podcast is sponsored by springdale automotive the next generation in car care locally owned professionally operated whatever you drive we service domestic euro hybrid electric classics and diesel Springdale's classic car services include maintenance, repair, and diagnostics. With five convenient neighborhood locations, how may we be of service, Jason? I'm Jason Painter, and co-hosting today is John Lockhart and Eric Benzel. And today
0: we welcome Alexandria Bolton, whose idea to take an abandoned but historical distillery and turn it into a storage garage for collector car owners, opened last month and is located off Burnham Lane in downtown Louisville. Alex, congrats to you and Adele on your new venture, and thanks for joining us here this evening.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, absolutely. Certainly glad to have you. And uh, so here we go. Uh, Whose idea was it to convert an old old distillery built in 1933 and turn it into a classic hard storage unit?
2: Mine. Oh, very
3: good. All right. Uh, So where did this idea come from?
2: Um, so my friend Adam about a year and a, a year and a half ago, I think, uh, suggested that I go to a car show with my son, Bruno, who's six and he's like, it's free. It's good people. You're going to enjoy it. So we did. We went there and he, my son had a blast. Everyone was super kind and you know, they're like, you can sit in it and you can take your picture in it. And it was just really, really fun. And I love history and I love the old cars. I've found that the 40s are my favorite year, um, which I've heard are the cheaper ones. So I'm like, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: depends on if it's a Packard. Right. Oh, or, yeah.
2: The guy who sold us the buildings has a 1949
3: Packard. Oh, is he storing it a- in your building now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is. Right on. Um,
2: he has it in his own like garage area, though.
3: Oh, ah, okay. Gotcha. Mm. All right. All it's right. probably climate controlled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're going to talk about that here in a <laughs> right, second. Absolutely.
1: Interesting. So, was it uh, when you were coming up with the idea, saying, "Okay, what came first—the mm. building or the idea?"
2: Okay, so when I went to that car show, I—it was at a restaurant parking lot, and I realized that I'm like, they have to call around to restaurants and ask them to rent out their parking lot for these shows, and I'm like, they don't have anywhere to go for this, and I'm—I just realized a discrepancy in that industry, mm-hmm. and so I, I noticed that at the show. And then when I was walking through the buildings with my client, we were thinking about what's going to be the greatest uh, price per square foot income for the buildings from a commercial perspective. And the answer was, well, I'm like, car storage is definitely an option. And, uh, well, storage was an option. And then I'm like, ooh, cars would be cool, though. and mm-hmm. I, And then I'm like, these are built like a bomb shelter. You know, they're impenetrable. They yeah. would be really, really great for car storage. And then it's like, oh, if you're going to have cool cars in here, they're so cool inside. And I have felt like they would be great for events anyways, that it was like, well, why don't we put a bar in there, too? And then it can kind of create a clubhouse. And then as soon as I pitched that idea with one or two car people, they were like, oh, yes, I've always had this idea. I think every car person that I've mentioned this to is like, I've always had this idea.
0: Well, and you're right. And I think a lot of things that curtail the enthusiast or collector is the fact they don't have a place to put it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's typically the... It's not the capital for the car. It's where am I going to store it because they don't want to put the wife's car out and get a uh, frost on it in the morning and all that other good stuff. So, yeah.
3: So, gotcha. So, did it just open here recently? I mean, after... Did you have to do much renovation to it to get it to where you want it to be for classic uh, car storage? Or... Tell us a little bit about the facility and what kind of services you have now or do you and do you have plans to add additional services
2: yes it's definitely an ongoing process and the renovations are never done I feel like um, yeah. <laughs> especially with how big they are so to go over the buildings a little bit there are three buildings each building has a footprint which is the aerial view of the square footage that the building takes up of 28,000 feet Eight hundred and four twenty-eight thousand eight hundred and forty-one. So if we round, yeah. Wow, <laughs> it's a large space. Well, so that's per. You know, there's three buildings, and then that's per floor. So okay. there's four floors of twenty-eight thousand oh. square oh, feet oh, wow. in so, each building. So there's a hundred and sixteen thousand square feet per building, and it ends up being a little bit over three hundred and fifty thousand wow. square foot square feet total.
3: That's phenomenal. Were these rack houses from Rick the distillery? Houses? mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you converted the rack houses to. Rick.
2: Yeah, I think it's called a rickhouse.
3: Rickhouse.
2: Although they did have racking in there. I I believe it's called a rickhouse.
3: Okay. I'm a bourbon aficionado. Are you? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) I call them rickhouses, but rickhouses. So you converted the floors for storage um, or...
2: So right now we have the drive-in. The first floor is for storage in building one and building three. Building two, not yet because it wasn't sprinkled. The sprinklers got taken out a long time ago. You have to have very high combustibility sprinklers in order to have cars inside. So we have that option available on one and three currently. Um, Three is sprinkled all the way up, and there are a couple ways to get to higher floors, but we have not accessed that yet, or to get cars to higher floors. Gotcha. Um, The options are a car elevator, which is the sexiest, probably. Uh, Another one is a ramp that is more economical, for sure. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. I think the ramp would be fun. I mean, you could teach people how to drift on a circular ramp that goes up the Well, I I I just think the whole idea and
3: the premises is... awesome
0: yeah i do too absolutely
3: Heck. so so okay so so we didn't get to the services. oh s- sorry so what else do you do you have anything or do you have any ideas of building out moving forward yes you I- mentioned you had a bar or uh in one of these or you're going to
2: we call it the lounge yes it's a bar um it doesn't have full food by any means yet that goes into a whole other deal with the city the I right. just can't afford right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest. But um, I'd love to do that eventually. Um, so right now we have drinks, bar, and we're ho- holding events for members. We have notary services on site. There's a business center where you can print stuff off. Uh, I pretty much was like, what do all these guys need You know what, mm-hmm. and what can be available for it? So there's a conference room that they can rent out if okay. they need to. And the idea is, and again, you know, it's kind of an idea and, you know, we're not the first to do this, but I think we definitely have a probably unique version. And it was like the idea came to life from the buildings, not that the idea was put into the buildings, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of telling, it it makes, you know, I I try to listen to what they're telling me and it's just kind of adapting as it goes. And we um, are trying to offer things like concierge services for the higher, you know, storage packages Mm -hmm. um i know that porsche of louisville had suggested that you know they have like a rent me program Mm -hmm. and it might be a good spot to have some cars down there because we're so close to the airport and they're located far away so things like that so somebody could fly into the private airport and we'll come drop your car off for you Uh, we have teamed up with gilbert auto detail uh, who's ran by Chris Gilbert. He comes over and wipes down the cars in the in the VIP lounge once a week right now. Um, I think it'll probably be monthly because I don't think they'll need it once a week in the future. But right now, as we're still buttoning things up, he comes and gives them a wipe down. And so we try to take care of them. People have access to their car and storage on their phone, The like your kid in daycare. You so you got see, cameras and yeah, all that can fun stuff? Yeah, you can see your baby. Oh,
3: there you go. Nice. Yeah. Cool. All
2: right. Yeah. Very cool. Um it's pretty fun the dry you know the lights were set up to look like arrows in the drive lane and i like it you know i've I've heard hex lighting is very cool Mm -hmm. i'd love to get some of that it's very expensive so that's an example of something i'd like to get in the future Uh, but yeah we're kind of just trying to create a place to have all of it
3: it sounds very interesting very cool we're gonna have to make a field trip oh yeah I sure. hope you yeah. do. Yeah. I, well, Absolutely. I, I
0: was there for their uh initiation, which was a blast. And it it was uh I mean very well said you have the old Freedom Hall uh, basketball, basketball court, court yeah. Uh, nice. Uh, oh, that's there. the
2: floor in the lounge. Yeah. Awesome. And
0: yeah. Then, uh you know the bar area and the high ceilings and um so so uh, Talk about events. Uh I I know you've got ideas for events uh can you share some events that you want to have there, or or have had
1: there already?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, we're doing a murder mystery night, mm-hmm. which I'm excited. It's basically like where you play Clue. Um, mm-hmm. And these are kind of s- some uh, we're gonna we're gonna do muffins and mufflers on a monthly basis. It'll be the first Saturday of the I'll month. Bring the muffler. Okay, I'll bring the muffins. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah. um, one and then uh, one of the girls suggested how to change a tire in high heels. Which is kind of funny, because she was telling me, she's like, actually, specifically, there's like, with the wedge of the heel, you can, uh, or with the heel, you can wedge a lug nut or something to like get it off, whatever. Just, she was like, there's a way to use the heel, so you <laughs> truly want to use heels. I was like, all right, cool. Well,
1: that's a, that's a practical thing, because, uh, I mean, I, I'm i teaching my daughter how to tinker on stuff as I, as she's growing up, and... That's one of the things that I know my grandfather taught my mom and her sister is like, no, I want you to be able to change the tire. Yeah. I've got you, I've got AAA for you, but they might be two hours out. You know, here's how you do it. And he showed him. And he said, okay, now do it. And so from that, my, my mom taught me how to change the oil on my car. So I think that's absolutely fantastic. It's not like, well, I'll just have the guy do it.
2: No. Well, and no. you'd be surprised too. I, so I went to Sacred Heart in Louisville in and, and class one day. I was like, who here knows how to pump their own gas? And like three girls raised their hand, and I'm like, that you know, that just blew my mind that they don't even know how to pump their gas. Wow. Yeah, their dads would go fill up their tank for them. I mean, I'm like, my parents are not allowed in my car. (laughs)
3: so can people uh contact you and have like private events there
2: yes absolutely we want them to um and so we're gonna do one car show a year that is like a big car show i think the muffins and mufflers is more of it that's for members the annual car show will be open to the public um but anyone i'm sorry the idea is that the members can host their own car shows there so, like, if, you know, the Porsche Club wants to do it or the Corvette Club, you know, they're, I call them sub-clubs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's like I don't want to trample anyone's toes around here, and I know everyone has their own thing. And, you know, I'm like, you guys can be separate if you want, or we can join together on these certain events, right. whatever you want. Just trying to figure it out as we go.
1: Okay. Absolutely. There you go. Now, is the facility open
2: 24-7? Uh to the people that have cars stored there. To the membership. In building three, they can get in there 24 hours a day. That's the shared storage, and it'll be only the people that have their car in there. Mm-hmm. And then the lounge storage is open 24 hours with 24 hours notice if it's outside of weird hours, basically. Gotcha. I mean, outside of regular hours.
1: Lounge. So what are they called? So you say there's three buildings. You mentioned one is the lounge. It would be the lounge building and then the shared storage building. Do you have special names for those? Or
2: Yeah, but... <laughs> I call them one thing. The city calls them let <laughs> you know. I have one, two, three, and the city calls them A, B, C. Okay, C is one to them. Like
1: a member, what would they refer um, to it as? I call
2: it the executive storage area, and then the Perfect. VIP store, the VIP okay. lounge, and then the business centers in okay. the building. One area.
1: Oh, cool. Well, here's
0: something I think a lot of people would want to know, and that is how much does it cost monthly to store a car there?
2: One hundred and forty nine dollars. Okay, and that's the minimum, right? That is the uh, executive, which is the economic version.
0: Okay, and again, sorry, the economic gives you just just storage. I mean, that, that doesn't include the wipe downs or anything like no, that. No, it
2: basically only doesn't include the wipe downs okay. um, and then being inside the lounge. It does still have cameras, and it is still climate controlled. Gotcha, okay.
3: So it is climate controlled. Is the whole facility climate controlled or just certain levels of membership? Uh, all so facilities
2: speak. are climate controlled.
3: Okay. And do you get
1: a discount if I bring my Porsche, my Corvette, my uh, AMC Aero, my Gremlin? <laughs> um, so it's Gremlins are not it's allowed. It's
2: one forty nine for the. Or it's one forty nine the first month, and mm-hmm. then it's a hundred each car afterwards. And the answer is no. Everyone's like, "Are you going to pay me to store my car there because it's so pretty?" And I'm like, "I love <laughs> no. that." Is, i'm sorry i didn't know if that's is, no no did saying, you mean multiple or like no, just this multiple? no okay. if
1: storing if i okay. have like five or six cars there uh yes it of, does
2: have a discount of, perfect yeah sorry yeah, i'm yeah, sorry i would not
1: expect you to pay any i
2: have had people expect that
1: that is uh slightly absurd and i might be in the minority there but no you're you've got it it's a this it's show business not your friends sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> right?
0: you so, gotta pay to play so <laughs> so so you so there's a multi-card discount if i said okay alex i want a three-year rental would that is there
2: no probably not okay sorry
0: no 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 <laughs> all right so here's the next question can you advertise a service on your website in or in your facility uh, such as um, uh, pre-purchase inspections uh, or we put uh, classic car corner um, uh, ad up there do you all have any type of oh yeah uh, yeah okay yeah, yeah right. absolutely. okay gotcha. we have our
2: sponsors we have a wall of sponsors okay. right now okay
0: uh, and how much for how much would a sponsorship be for that kind of stuff
2: um so that one is three thousand and okay. it keeps your sign on the wall for all year long I got gotcha. you Gotcha, yeah. okay. And then it, I don't just have – I mean, I know all of the companies that are on the wall, mm-hmm. and I trust all of their services and do religiously try to send anyone to them that comes in because I'm like, I know them, I've worked with them, Right. I put my name behind them, I and gotcha. I'm grateful for them. Yeah,
0: very good.
1: I'm going to take a moment and ask our listeners to please check out our sponsor, GD Herring. GD Herring provides options on insuring not only your classic car, but for all of your collectibles. Please check them out at gdherring.com.
3: So – security do you have like RoboCop or <laughs> how how do I know that my Porsche GT3 is gonna be well taken care of when I'm not driving it
2: well you can pull it up on camera anytime if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're worried about it you can pull it up on camera also, there. So what if I
3: live ten miles away from your facility and I see somebody taking off in my car? <laughs> so my my Porsche GT three is leaving the facility. Uh, so the so,
2: property it's it's ten and a half acres. It's fully fenced in with barbed wire fencing, and it's a key fob gate access, okay. and the fobs keep track of whoever goes in or out. Gotcha. To and that so that's a gate to the entrance of the facility, and then building one cannot get into building three, and three cannot get okay. into one. So and, you only have
3: access to where you're. Uh, property is stored
2: yes absolutely and then i think if um it's potential that in the future we might uh, use an outsourced resource uh, that is you can hire somebody that'll basically watch the cameras all night long in, you know some other country for right. a, whatever so i think if we you know we're exploring that option and we might eventually lead down that road
1: like a monitoring service
2: yes absolutely okay
1: and now where is it located
2: so we are on Bernheim Lane between Dixie Highway and 7th Street Road, parallel with Algonquin.
0: So as you mentioned, not too far from the airport. Yep, yep.
2: seven minutes from the airport. Gotcha. We're parallel with 65 um, mm. between the Waterson Expressway and the Spaghetti Junction downtown. Gotcha.
3: Can we ask what the old distillery was it before? Yeah,
2: absolutely. So these build. These buildings were built by Isaac Bernheim, who okay. is affiliated with Bernheim Forest. Mm-hmm. And actually we went over to Burnheim Forest and met with them last week. And we're gonna plan we're gonna do a planned cruise in the springtime where we'll drive from our facility to theirs and the people over there will give us some history on Isaac Bernheim. It is the same family and affiliation as the Burnheim Forest. So I'm really excited about that. And that's are
0: you the one cool. that's coming up with all these creative ideas? Because I love them. I think that's great. Um, that a great idea.
2: No, they came up with that. I, okay, I, got I you. mean, right, right. I, very cool. Yeah. I and uh, people help me every, all the time. Like, so somebody told me I was a bad singer the other day. I'm like, well, you just put us down for karaoke night. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, I'm like, if anyone comes up with an idea, please let me know. Our phone number, just if you want to ever get a hold of us or ask me a question, is five zero two seven five five cars all right yeah, that's, that's great simple. and
3: do you also have a website
2: yes it's uh com.
1: now how did they did the Bernheim uh family and organization get to be a part of that because i think it's so cool to say oh wow you you're, you're taking the building you're doing this you're keeping the name along with it want to come out to the forest and learn more about the family i mean that's that's so cool yeah it's pretty it's deep. nothing i would usually put together and I think it's awesome that they are. How did that?
2: Um, So they had heard about us on the news and then reached out to us. And I was kind of scared when they did, to be honest, (laughs) because, you know, I'm like, oh, is this a like I hope there's no like name copyright infringement. And I even had like a link to their website on Mm -hmm. our website. And fortunately, uh, Mark, the guy who's the director over there. He was like, "Oh, I love that you have the history and a link to our thing on your." I'm like, "Okay, great, so I could leave that up, and I'm not gonna get (laughs) sued or anything. That would be wonderful." (laughs) But yeah, they've been really cool. (laughs) Who is it? (laughs) It's the burn. Yeah, right. right.
0: So, so, okay, so here's a good question and one we hope you'll never hear about. But what does your insurance as a facility provider cover against? a car catching fire, another car denting another car in transit, moving it in or out. Uh, I mean, obviously, most of the collector folks are insured. We understand that. Uh, Do do you all have to have another separate type of insurance for the collector uh, facility? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we okay. do.
2: And it's based on the value of the cars in there. Mm-hmm. And I think right now it's at $2 million and yep. it'll go up from there, right. I'm sure. Yeah. So
0: yeah, And most of us car guys, I mean, yeah, as you mentioned, John, I think you mentioned something about it being climate controlled. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's dark inside, so it's not going to be sun-baked or anything like that. Uh, you know, a lot of other things that are concerned in these rental. Uh, um, yeah, uh, tell me what they are. Well, I mean, rodents. Quite honestly, mm. yes. um, so so we
2: actually do. have groundhogs and they keep mice away.
3: Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully just... they don't eat seats. <laughs>
2: exactly. Uh, they don't. They don't. They don't get in the buildings at all. They gotcha. just like try to burrow around. Gotcha. Around, I gotcha. Um, okay. But yeah, they're they're. I yeah. like hated them at first, right. and right. then yeah. I've never seen a mouse there. I got. Gotcha. I have seen a dead one though. I will be honest. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. I, they're really not that bad, but I also have a bug guy that comes seasonally because mm. I'm there all day every. And I, I'm, I don't mess right. with that, you know. If I see any, anything, I'm like rich. Yeah, I got.
1: you. Well, and that's me. and that's good. That's one of those little things that uh, most car when the cars are in storage, that mice like to get up and just chew on power cables.
3: The insulation i guess oh yeah is, right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. well and when that, you see and, and that can total out a car when you see people that. go to look for old cars and like the bard find barn finds, so to speak and you see them and they they pull open the seats or the the glove box and it's either dead mouse or life it's been a, uh, a mouse home for <laughs> yeah, for right. several years right. and winters right and then all your uh wool from your seats is gone and yeah so yeah
1: do you offer personal tours for potential renters?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like I do that all the time. All, you know, I'm doing that all day, every day over there. And I don't mind. I love it.
1: Do you give tours just for people interested in the building?
2: I give tours to, like, the mailman if he wants me right. to. I mean, I will walk anyone through there. They're fun to look at. I mm-hmm. enjoy them.
3: Yeah. yeah. So how are you getting the word out?
2: Um, the Louisville, Everyone has been very, very, very supportive of it. Uh, and I'd say some people are skeptical, uh, the, you know, of the area, and I get that. Um, I'm familiar with it, but I think that everyone that goes there is when they're there has absolutely no trepidation about it, and it it becomes a non issue for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really challenge anyone that does have any mm-hmm. hesitation. You know, I'm like, just mm-hmm. come out there and let's see if you would come back. Yeah. Yes, I know the gravel parking lot on our opening day was not that awesome. Oh, well. <laughs> it, 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 it you got to start somewhere. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: exactly right. It is what it is. It was incomplete. Sure. But yeah. yeah,
1: no, I got you. I got you. Hey, you've got to open. I mean, yeah. 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 That, <laughs> right, and right.
2: that was my thing. You know, I was like, I needed a deadline for the contractors or yeah. else it'll go mm-hmm. into next year and or, you know, then the following year and whatever. Yeah. So
0: well, you, you talked about the twenty eight thousand some odd square feet on this. OK, uh, so I get in each building. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so okay, so you've probably divided that by how many cars can we potentially fit in these facilities? And so the answer is what?
2: I don't want cars on top of each other and or where you can't pull it out because, right. you know, that's not the kind of facility we want to have. Okay, gotcha. Um, so it's 24 and building one for the VIP and 17,000 square feet of that is being used for car storage. Nine thousand square feet of that is actually a really cool tenant that we have a very synergistic relationship with. Mm-hmm. His name is Joe Tabor, and he mm-hmm. is from Napa. He just relocated to Kentucky this okay. in the past year. He does drop shipping for Napa vineyards. So Kentucky recently changed their shipment, their alcohol shipment laws, where you can receive alcohol in the mail now. Oh, cool! Um, so he I goes to those that? smaller vineyards and know. make their. They don't have the ability to handle like one to two day air to new york from their vineyards without having somebody that's more midwest or centrally located mm-hmm. so that's what he does he goes to like the smaller vineyards they deliver pallets to him and then he ships out crates to people Very and cool. he was like we should do personalized wine storage to go with the car storage and i'm like is that even a thing but it's- yes it is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, It'll be. yes it is yeah um so we have the ability to do that because his spa is actually temp regulated at sixty two degrees, and it's, oh, brilliant. Built, it's our bomb shelter. It's our same bomb shelter.
3: <laughs> brilliant, it's great.
1: I mean, and I'm just oh, saying, speaking from. A, oh, please. Sorry, I'm
2: sorry. I just had it Like, ah, oh, you guys are gonna love this. Yes. Um, <laughs> one of the partners bought a helicopter, so he is. We're putting a helipad on there somewhere. Are you really? So, yeah, and his helicopter will be stored in one of the buildings. Is he
3: gonna give? <laughs> Uh, tours of louisville in his helicopter
2: yeah probably he awesome. can't charge for it though i know that perfect sign up. me up yeah there
1: you go <laughs> <laughs> and i'm always curious about this because my, my barely pilot days now there, that right is, that i even is,
2: did that for, i have like five hours under my belt
1: <laughs> now yeah, we'll compare cessna 152 172 150 notes here in a little bit yeah. but that is uh um, where you're located it is in a very tightly regulated airspace so I'm, Did you have to go through any FAA stuff to? I haven't
2: done it yet. I'm going to be doing this. Okay. Yeah, but it's a helicopter. They can, and we have the same 28,000 square feet on the rooftop as well. Oh wow! It's unbelievable. The rooftop is gorgeous. So the
1: rooftop garden.
2: uh, That's in the future plans for sure.
1: So for when people are planning your weddings and you want those pictures of the skyline.
2: Yes, they will be able to do it. It it has one of the most beautiful skylines I've seen.
3: It sounds like. The uh, opportunities are unlimited, especially with the bourbon culture. Mm-hmm. You oh, You have sure. Copper and Kings downtown. They're constantly doing things. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. being in a distillery, you already have that uh, commonality. Right. So you almost think that, you know, cross-going parties and this, that, and the other, or, you know, conventions in town, tours like the bourbon tour or, mm-hmm. you know, like that to make a stop here old tour oh distillery turned into classic cars and maybe they can see a few of the nicer cars when they walk in and see it's pretty cool
1: yeah now on the motif do you have decor in there that has like barrels or old barrels or something like
2: um i do have some barrels and uh they're not in the storage area yet though i'm try- still trying to figure out what to do with them
1: how to just incorporate like yeah or even quarter like just cut off like Looking so, like there's barrels like, in, building, in a rack, but yeah. Not really, it, but
2: in building two we have a new tenant in there who's Midwest Bourbon or Midwest Barrel Co. They're based out of Nebraska. They do drop shipping for barrels, empty barrels. Oh wow. To um Breweries, so that they can do a uh, bourbon aged mm-hmm. brew or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they have barrels, and I, I've, I would love it if they could fill up their space a lot, and then we could like have like a walkabout from building one to building three, where you could like walk through building two and see the barrels and learn about the buildings. Yeah,
3: bourbon aged stout is really good. Now, what distillery was in there?
2: Oh, it was I W Harper. I W Harper, and they weren't a distillery; it was just a storage facility. very cool they didn't distill there yeah iw harper which was created by isaac bernheim oh and that's where he got his money from he like kind of created that for louisville um and i the bernheim people said that they didn't think this was true but i think um i think so yeah (laughs) but um in louisville uh when you're doing something that has a negative impact on the city, then they want you to do something to offset it with a positive impact. Mm-hmm. So I think that the bourbon storage was like the dark yin to the yang of the Burnham forest. <laughs>
1: oh, gotcha. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So we're going to keep a little rat gut over here. Yeah, right now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a whole forest for you. How about that? Uh, there you go. Now, um, what else do you think you're, what else? I mean, we just explored, I mean, a helipad, uh, rooftop, a destination place for events and whatnot. Uh, so, what what are the, what would you say is the six month plan for you guys right now as far as developing your space?
2: Focus on our car, guys.
1: Awesome. Yeah.
2: Make sure that we're, you know, at, at six. You know, at six months, I really just want to have really great feedback from anyone and everyone mm. that goes there.
0: Got gotcha. you. And people can review you all. Mm-hmm. On website, on Facebook, on Google and Facebook. Okay, yeah. there you go. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: And I'm, go ahead. No. I mean, I can ask it now.
0: No. I, oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep. Let's. You oh, think so?
1: Right. I think so. I think we're at that point. All right. This I've asked this question of everybody, every, pretty much every guest. We have here is your gotcha question. Okay. There's no gotcha, but this is fun. <laughs> it is fun. When you got your driver's license, what car did you drive for your driver's test?
2: A red Jeep Liberty. Oh,
1: nice. Oh. Well, now we know how young she is. Right. I was getting ready to say
0: <laughs> she just dated herself. We're, we're, we're like, in 78 uh, Olds Cutlasses, and she's in a 2015 Jeep <laughs> right, Liberty or whatever. 2015. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I was on 94 Civic.
1: So, uh. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh god! No yeah, power right. steering, by
3: the way. Yeah. That was an '84 Delta '88, so yep, there you go. Yep. I had as little a car as possible. Yep, that's <laughs> right.
2: um, I did learn how to drive a stick on a Suzuki Samurai with oh, where you Samurai. couldn't read sure. the RPM. Okay, was, oh, that, I got you. That was you my to dad's toy. Oh, and this was funny too when you were talking about your dad teaching you how to change a tire my dad and i had the worst luck i we my car tire got a flat in the liberty actually like he was helping me move back from florida one of the many times i moved in my life and we were pulled over on the side of the road and he's down there filling it with air and i'm crouched over right next to him like you know my, our heads are right next to each other and the tire blew up oh no yeah wow i mean i have like the worst car luck
0: it's tire, spe- i've yeah, had that, a tire that be dangerous yeah, yeah i know
2: right, right yeah right it was, yeah. It, we both were like are you alive are
0: yeah, you okay yeah. and you can't hear anybody for 24 hours because of the pop and,
2: have oh. you ever had that happen
0: i uh. No, uh-uh. yeah. i have not but, I, I,
1: i've heard uh but i've seen and yeah yeah right
2: isn't that funny
1: uh, my my uh, warehouse guy overfilled the uh, dolly cart wheel, and that was a uh, loud pop. So I can't even mm-hmm. imagine <laughs> right. a car wheel just blowing off the right. Wow, yeah, it
2: wasn't that bad.
1: Yeah, are you alive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah we're, we'll laugh about it later. <laughs> I'm checking for fingers, toes, and we're all here. Oh
0: man. <laughs> well, uh, okay. Any last closing comments?
2: Um. I do want to say that my favorite thing about the buildings and like I said I really love the history of the cars is that when we had our little uh, mock opening event to like it was really like just we, when we had just bought them and we're just having a little shindig we had a 1934 car come rolling down the drive lane that takes you into the buildings mm-hmm. And I was standing on the other side of it looking at the buildings, and I just thought to myself, that is how these buildings looked in 1934. Good point. Right. right yeah and i mean and this is the car correct to the, to yeah. the building right yeah because wow. they were built in 1933 yeah. so i'm like this is exactly what that looked like how cool that is, is that that's cool.
0: That's neat that's a good yeah. observation that's yeah. for sure i may so. have
3: to store the 39 olds <gasps> uh, well there you there. go
2: yay there you go do that yep. i'd yep. have to be in the vip though <laughs> right. yeah you can obviously. come in the
3: vip all right there you
1: go
0: well um alex uh, this has been such a fun and informative discussion. What a pleasure to have spoken with you uh, and uh, one last time, how can potential customers reach you for your services?
2: You can call me at five zero two seven five five cars email me at burnheimcarclub at gmail dot com or visit us online at www.bernheimcarclub dot com perfect.
0: And for our listeners of the podcast, like us on Facebook and Instagram, subscribe so you are notified of new shows, and please leave us a review. Remember to check us out at www.theclassiccarcorner.com. If you or someone you know would like to join in on our podcast, please reach out to us as we're always delighted to talk with fellow enthusiasts. Thank you for listening, and happy motoring from your friends here at the Classic Car Corner Podcast.